Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. What a weekend it was in the playoffs, in sports, in weather, in Father's Day, in Juneteenth, and everything. And we are, is this summer now? Are we officially, like I get this wrong every year. Is this officially summer? Was, you don't, you don't know? I don't know. You don't, you, I don't, know you, you don't pay attention to that stuff? It's yeah. June 21st. And normally, this is like usually the summer. Summer starts when kids get summer, out of school. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's today. Last day of school, everybody. For at least most people, um, my kids, last day of school for yeah. them. And my wife as a teacher, last day of school for them. So congratulations to everybody getting did through Did you go to school the year. last day? Or um, what did you do? Because <laughs> of testing everything. Is the statute of limitations it? up on that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I... I might have left for school early or whatever. Well, I mean, I left the house uh, intending to go to school. I don't know if I actually got there on the last day. <laughs> in some occasions, no, I don't think I'm trying. My friend Ben, who's in town actually this weekend, he and I might have every now and then just made a left instead of a right at on the last day of school, last just day. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, yeah. On certain days, yeah, certain days you just didn't stay make, home, didn't make it. No, or no, you no, go around the block, yeah. You go around the block, you know and once they leave, you go back into the crib. <laughs> yeah, but but still, like if you think about everything that kids and teachers have been through this year uh, and just getting back to trying to find some normalcy in school, to, to finish the school year is obviously uh, you know big accomplishment. So summer awaits, everybody, and it starts basically after today for most, uh, if not everybody. In How was your uh, – outside of the school, my kids ended school early. They were done June 3rd. Third was their last day oh, wow. online, so, oh, so they been- actually was done prior to that. But they, for whatever weird reason, their school made them come back for those last couple of days after Memorial Day, and they had to come back for like makeup two days. Or whatever. No, it was just like the weird schedule, I guess. Two days later, they still had to go back. It was like, yeah, but it was more about much like you said, the weird year, just the whole yeah. deal. Everybody said bye on Zoom or whatnot, and we'll see you in the summer. Right. We'll see you in the fall. Because they, they were still in school from the West Coast here taking Zoom on the East Coast. So they started the timing school, of that must have been something. Well, they started school at 12 in the afternoon, <laughs> and then they were done at like 6, 6.30. Right, right, right. So they really didn't have anything to do. Once 6.30, come to eat dinner a few hours, what, and they go going to bed. That's actually a pretty good deal. Think about this. You, you, what kid wants to wake up at like 6 a.m. to go to school? None. But if you told me I could sleep in until 10 and don't have to get until noon. That's a bad routine, though. Of course, it's a bad that's routine. Because that's, that's not, not the, the reality world. of it. No, no. And then Father's Day, obviously. Here's one for you before we move on yeah. to sports. So my family gave me a nail day for Petty Manny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. You love this one. So they tell me where the nail salon is. They just say, hey, Dumbo. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking they're saying, it's across the street from the Dumbo Market. Right. So I walk. I go to the Dumbo across the street. I look. I pass it up. I come back. I'm like, damn, I can't find it. So I stop at the nail shop across the street from the Dumbo Plate. I walk in. I said, hey, I have an appointment at 1 o'clock. He says, guy goes, looks at the list. He goes, okay. I said, Johnson. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So five minutes, I get it. Ten minutes in, I'm getting my whole hookup done. My feet is in the water. The lady's prepping everything. My phone rings. I'm like, man, what she want? So I pick up and say, what's up? She says, where are you? I said, I'm at the nail salon. She goes, they're waiting. I said, I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> she goes, what nail salon? I said, the one across the street from the Dumbo Market. 
She goes, that's not the one. I said the Dumbo house. So no, you didn't. You said the Dumbo market on top of that. The people said I had an appointment. So they even, <laughs> they just took you anyway. Okay, fine. Sure, sit down. It was the funniest thing ever, though. I was just like, oh, man. So the people called panicking, wondering where I was at. They gave her her money back, but it just was. I went to the road. They tried to do something good for me. I went to the road. But you still got the hookup, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I got the hookup, but it just was, you know. So my wife had it all set up for me to do the same exact thing. Seriously, same exact thing. Manny Petty's. We were going. It was going to get done. A little lunch. Nice afternoon, right? And then, of course, that's when everybody just shows up uninvited at the house. Uh. And, like, you know, I mean, I expected to see people because it was also my birthday Saturday. So I was expecting to see people. But it's always like, you know, Late in the afternoon, most people just show up to hang out. And instead, it was like all of a sudden the doorbell rings and my wife looks. We're about to leave. And now she feels bad. No, you just tell people. friends of mine. No, you say we're leaving. So I she have, just, no, she go. bailed out. She goes, no, 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 we'll do it another time. No, so like, no. I've been looking forward to this. No, you have to. You Especially have after to you become, talked about it the other day. You have to become aggressive at that point. Now it's we're walking out of the door. And you continue to walk out the door and shut the door behind you and they'll Maybe. get the message. You don't open the door and let them in because once you open the door and you let them in, they get comfortable. It's too late. They sit down. Mm-hmm. You hold on. Honey, come on. And then you close the door behind you and you continue to walk as they're talking. Man, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to learn that. I'm definitely going to learn how to do that because I did miss out on the many petties. But it was a great weekend. And speaking of leaving the door open or maybe closing the door is a better way to put it. Is the process dead? I mean, think about it. Is the process dead? Because while we'll get into the Nets losing their game seven in an epic fashion and, and the questions also about that team, but after watching the Sixers, which is a series that should have been over in five with the leads that they had, right? And now we're hearing, like, you see all the blame and all the pointing of fingers. Is it at Doc Rivers or is it Ben Simmons? But the well, Sixers losing this series in seven, losing on your home court in seven – to a Hawks team that has played, every, they, they've played great. But I mean, every how single is, game, how are they losing this? The top seed. Every single game, we come back the next day, and our conversation is, "Ah, Ben Simmons, why is he been there?" Yeah, every single game. So you say, "Is it Doc Rivers or is it Ben Simmons?" And it's a process. Well, Doc Rivers wasn't part of the process. Ben Simmons was. Yeah, big so part of it. I think it's Ben Simmons because Doc Rivers is not on the floor. You know, I know he's coaching. You can only coach so much at this stage of the game. This is a veteran player who's been in the league, who who just, you know, for he's, whatever he's reason, shooting backwards. the ball in the fourth quarter is just not it. How about this? So Ben Simmons only attempted three fourth quarter, only attempted three fourth quarter field goals in this entire season, a seven-game series. Three shots so in the how fourth quarter against the Hawks. That's so, incredible. Brought to you by Mike Commuter Career, training for a better life. That's less than half a shot a fourth quarter, right? So well, what is that? How do you break Well, he it didn't down? take any from game four on. We have it right now. Tom Habistro had this on Twitter. Uh, and you see it right there. You see the breakdown right there on ESPN2. Yeah. Two. two for two in game one. And then zeros in game two. Then one for one in game three. And then after that, nothing across the board. Passing up a dunk opportunity. Late in the game there, about three minutes to go, passing it. Joel Embiid talked about how that was – he felt like that was a bit of a ball, turning though, that's point. That's crazy to me. He, it was a beautiful spin move. He had Gallo on his back. Just, just get up there it. and get the end one. What he doesn't want – here's the play right here. What he doesn't want is the foul. Look, that's it. Just go up. Instead, he makes the pass to Thibault. Thibault gets the foul, and he makes one of two, let you and the get, game just I'll let turned. You go to the yeah, foul yeah, line. yeah. Right, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. That's a guy who's completely in his head. Now, let's listen to Ben Simmons after the game because you can tell here's a guy that is completely mentally 
checked out. Listen. I mean, I feel like I, I found my guys tonight, which I do during the regular season regardless. Offensively, I, I probably didn't do enough. There's a really? lot of things. You got to go back and watch the game, but there's a lot of things Dude. that I didn't do well this series. We lost. It sucks. I am who I am. It is what it is. You know, it's not for, it's not easy to win, and it shows. You know, Nets got, got finished by Buck. It's not easy to win. Failed the team. That's Some what he of said. Some comments, though, man, that it is what it is. I am who I am. I mean, like, come on, man. What type of confidence is that? No, that's why I say he's mentally checked out. Like, like I don't want to hear you talking about it is what it is. I am who I am. <laughs> like, what? Like, 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 no. Loser talk? That's I loser don't even talk. know if that's loser talk. It's disappointing for me as an ex-professional athlete to hear a current professional athlete talk about himself that way. I mean, that, that, that there, that's – Somebody's got to really sit down and have a conversation with that young well, man. That doc actually said that afterwards oh, as well, he? that they have to get the, – he's got to put some work in now in this offseason get him right. Here's why Simmons didn't want to go to the free throw line, by the way. He shot 34.2% from the free throw line in the, in the playoffs. 34.2%. That's the lowest in a playoffs in NBA history with a minimum of 70 attempts. Worse than Shaq. Who, yeah, but at uh, least Shaq was going to the line. He wasn't afraid to go yeah, to the line. He was line. drawing fouls, right. And then Will Chamberlain also was, was very poor back in 1968. But still, this is the worst. The board, worst. Man. And he just – you could just see it. He didn't – he wanted nothing to do with it. So a lot of stuff to get into on the NBA playoffs. We'll have Magic Johnson, by the way, everybody, at the 9 o'clock hour. I can hour. get five points. From the free throw line or just in a game? However he got his five. I can get them five. Yeah, you always think that way, right? I'll find a way to get the man, five I'm going to get five. You can, you can probably – Five? You? Five points. Five points in an NBA playoff game. In a game seven, you could get five points. Man, I'm going to I'm gonna figure out how to get them five, especially for that 50 million they're giving him a year. Well, that's a different story. Oh, I'm going to get that yeah. five. Yates, I'm going to get it. Curious to see what Magic, I need a receipt on that. Magic Johnson has to say about that and all the things NBA again, 9 o'clock hour on five that. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is the process officially dead? So coming up next... By the way, in another, now we're into the Western Conference Finals. The Suns, they clipped the Clippers. But does L.A.'s second team have enough to make this series competitive, especially with no Kawhi Leonard? All that coming up. Again, just getting started. KJZ, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, <laughs> presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear it's early. Hotline. Yes, it is early. We got Five? I can't get you five. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. You just got a text from your coach about your five points. He said I could get him on accident. <laughs> on accident, would you? accident, man. Keyshawn believes he could get five points in a playoff game. Right Lean now. into a couple guys, get a couple Come fouls, go through the free throw line. So let me ask you this. Could you get 40? No. How about a triple-double with 40? No. Because that's what Devin Booker just did in game one. Did they set a tone? No Chris Paul in game one of the Western Conference Finals. Jay Will out there with NBA Countdown. They're covering the uh, Western Finals. He'll join us a little bit later on in the show as it's quite early right now in Phoenix. But Devin Booker goes for 40 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Crazy. He hits 15 of 29 from the field in 44 minutes. But he just took – like that game in the third quarter, late third quarter, he just took over, got to his spots. They couldn't guard him. He was feeling it. And that's what star players do. And we are in a point now in the playoffs where you think about it, the four teams left, not a lot of guys with championship experience left. That last quarter and a half of basketball in the playoffs is major. And Devin Booker answered the call. He rung the bell. Whenever you can drop 40 and get 13 boards, triple you know, double. point guards or guards, for that matter, getting those type of rebounds is amazing to me because we're not talking about in front of the rim rebounds. We're talking about in the paint with the big boys going up there and getting the boards. And then on top of that, being able to f- facilitate yep. 11 assists. Uh, you can see him, I guess you would call it, growing up right before your eyes. I mean, this is – because you thought, okay, Chris Paul's out. This was going to be a, a little closer. It's going to be tight, which it was. It wasn't like a blowout game or anything like that. But you just felt like missing Chris Paul, who had been there the entire playoff series and engineering certain things, that they were going to be missing something. But for whatever it was, they really were not missing anything. Well, keep in mind, the Clippers were missing Kawhi Leonard. So yeah, but- both teams are missing a key piece. But Booker basically like rose to the occasion – Campaign started uh, at the point guard position. He got nine assists in 29 minutes, so he did make up also some of the playmaking. But again, for Booker, like what a performance from him. Paul George still did all he could to try to keep up. He had 34 points. Reggie Jackson went for 24. This is going to be a good series, though. And they expect to get Chris Paul back at some point. The Clippers might not expect to get Kawhi back at any point. Well, they're going to get stronger with Chris Paul, obviously, yeah. in everything that I'm hearing in L.A. with the Clippers is that Kawhi Leonard most likely will not be back for the rest of the series. Right. So with that being said, you got to give the strength to the Phoenix Suns. Now you go up 1-0 at home, most likely you'll close the deal out, go up 2 at home. Now you go back to L.A. and let's see if the Lakers, the Clippers, could hold serve at home. That's what they've been doing, right? They go down, but they, they're never out. That's the one thing about the Clippers. But for, for Booker, like this playoffs, this is what it's become. It's we're learning about maybe the next line of stars. And that was so funny because no, no we, LeBron, you and obviously, I, the big name. And you and I did the first take last week, and yep. I listed my top five young future stars in the NBA. Devin Booker was not on there. And the reason I didn't put Devin Booker on there is because of Chris Paul. And I figured, oh, Chris Paul is there, so Devin Booker's shine is a little dull because of Chris Paul. But now that Chris Paul isn't there, if he drops 40, I'm like triple double forty. I need to redo that list. <laughs> I want to edit your bit. list now. Yeah, it's I mean, all right because you it's know I just it's I factored, an open document. I factored Chris Paul being with the Suns gave Devin Booker a little more life. Where three four years from now, Chris Paul won't be there, 
will Devin Booker still be the same? But clearly Devin Booker is showing us, is showing me that he could do it without Chris Paul. It's another one of these stories. You know, Trey Young, everybody's excited about what he's been doing and how he's sort of now uh, going on, onto the national he stage and everybody's noticing what he too. can do. He wasn't even – Trey Young wasn't even hot. He was cold until Ice cold, he needed but, to be hot. Right, exactly. And still was also, though, still dropping dimes all over the place. I mean, his passing ability is something people don't talk about with Trey Young. Uh, and we'll get more into that as well. But still, for D-Book, this is his first – believe it or not, his first career triple-double. And he gets it done – on one of the biggest stages, and he talked about it after the game. I mean, it's very special, but, you know, the, the win feels better. You know, that's what I'm out there for um, the whole entire time. So, you know, part of the triple-double is the assist, and that's, you know, my teammates making them pay for, you know, running and doubling and, you know, seeing different types of defenses. Um, the rebounds come from D.A. boxing out, you know, when he has a Zubak or Boogie and me coming in and getting the rebound. So, you know, it takes a whole – collective team group to get get what we got done tonight he's definitely again like i said rising star as we're learning and this is straight talk by straight talk wireless as we're learning about this year's playoffs as we don't have many stars left like it normally has been the big marquee names we don't have that nearly as much as you do this year so you're learning about some other guys this is a peak at the league once so we, we have, get past LeBron James. So we have Kawhi's injured, so he doesn't count. CP's not playing right now. So Those we are just two got of the really biggest Trey Young. We really Giannis. only got Trey Young. Well, Giannis is already MVP, so he's already a star. Yeah. He's already kind of yeah, like no, I a, get it. So he's already kind of like a star. I mean, right? are you tuning so you really in to only watch got Trey Young. You really only got Trey Young and Booker. As, as far the two, as the two guys. The next guys to the see. The next guys, yeah. because if a LeBron and a KD and those guys and Curry and those guys aren't playing – it kind of goes away. Chris Paul would be on the star end, but he's on the he's with older. The, yeah, he's yeah. with LeBron and those guys. Yeah. So the young group is really only Trey Young and Booker. Right. Well, it's again, but Giannis still guys kinda, you don't really get to see on the national stage as much. Yeah. But you've heard like basketball fans know who they are. Yes. But I'm talking about now when the the fans come in and parachute yes. in. Yes. Now you're learning about a name that you haven't really seen before. And then you all got now you're gonna have that conversation which. It's silly to me because both teams they won. The, the Mavericks won with with uh, with getting um, Luka. Luka. Yeah, the Luka and trade trade. Atlanta won with Trey. Yeah, now all of a sudden that trade doesn't look nearly as lopsided as it did maybe a year ago. It's incredible, but coaching is a big. Got to let of that. things play out. You want People, a little fun fact here from Stat? Great to jump. Yes, Devin Booker, first Suns player with a forty point triple double since. Can you guess who? Dan Marley. That's a good guess, but no. Come on, this is an easy one. Kevin Johnson or Steve Nash? Charles Barkley. That wouldn't be easy. Nineteen ninety three. Because really? they had some great players. He's the probably arguably the best but player you gotta, in the franchise. I know, history. but you gotta think. Dan Marley used to fill it no, up. No, Dan Marley then. was a pretty good guess. Steve Young, obviously Steve Young. <laughs> Jeez, where my brain? Uh, Steve Nash. Uh, Steve Nash. And then Kevin Johnson. Yeah. Those are good guesses. Those are good guesses. But Charles Barkley was was it. Yeah, no, I could have gone Barkley, especially if you'd have given me a year. And I also go back to ninety four. To the last time, neither top seed makes it to the conference final. How about that, too? So it just shows you again, with the injuries and everything else, there's great parity in the league and in the playoffs. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right, again, so coming up next, the question about now what happened on Game 7 on Saturday night. And people are now asking this question about the Brooklyn Nets, who were built to win a championship and did not get there this season. So that mean, was this season a disappointment? 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Magic Johnson's going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour as well, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that, get his take on all things NBA and what's happening, of course, with Keyshawn's Lakers. But what's happening in New York is that now we'll have neither team win a championship as the Brooklyn Nets are sent home in the second round. In a Game 7 loss, 115-111 on Saturday night, which, Key, I mean, it was a – it wasn't a pretty game, but it was an epic ending. Yes. I mean, you go to overtime, you get KD's shot that if he was a size 13, that might have been a three, and that might have sent them to the conference finals. But his toes were on the line, so it was a two. And into overtime they go, and, and by then you could just see it that Durant just had nothing left in the tank. He gave everything he could. He played the entire game. 53 minutes, 48 points, nine rebounds, six assists, 10 or 11 from the free throw line. But for him – he just couldn't get it done, and he couldn't get it done because ma- mainly it was him and the other of the big three. James Harden was gave you all he had, no Kyrie Irving. So the question everybody's asking in New York and really around the, the country is, did the Nets fail? Was this a failure for the Nets? Why is that even a Nets? question? Though? It's what everybody's asking. Did, was no, this a disappointment? Absolutely not. This team was never together from the beginning of the season. They picked up James Harden late. Then all of a sudden injuries hit him a little bit. So they never – what did they play, seven games all season together? Seven during the regular season, Seven yes. games. Like, come on, man, seriously. And they didn't really play like, – I mean, was it 11 games together in the post? Total? Yeah, so – Was it, it even 11? I don't yeah, even think it was Whatever 11. the number was, it wasn't enough for us to sit back and be like, oh, it's a failure. It's only a failure because of the injuries and the anticipation mm. of what everybody was expecting to see out of this new big three. That's okay, though, because 2022 is coming fast. The season of 2021-2022 will be here in October. Yes. So you'll get a chance to see them hopefully at full strength the entire year. But, no, it's not a failure. It's only a failure to those that want Kevin Durant to fail. Can That's I, why it's a failure. See, I'll tell you, like, watching him game five on. Yes. Especially game five. Yes. But even in game seven, the way he played, what he showed you, is it crazy to think that those who really were – the haters, as they say, for him leaving Oklahoma City, joining the Warriors to win a championship, having that run hating. there. I feel like, did he win by losing? Now, no, no, no player wants to lose. Like, you don't feel good about losing, obviously, and we'll get to what he said in a minute. But I just look at it, and I watched him play, and I thought, man, the narrative on this dude better change. Because the whole idea of him not wanting to take to- on the challenge of carrying a team and I'll join a team ready-made for a championship – like that's got to change because here's a guy who had all like his, the pieces really? that he put together were gone, 
and he still gave you everything. He emptied the tank and still almost got them over the top. But did you a really toenail away to, from ending the series. Did you really need to see that, though, Allen, to come to that conclusion? I didn't, but maybe a lot of other people did. I mean, come oh, on. They're can, not watching you the know same what people games, are saying about though. this guy, though? You but know what they're, they're not, saying? But they're not watching the same games and the same player if they really believe that in their heart. They believe it on some hate stuff. They want to hate him and not like him. But do you really honestly believe that it took him to do what he did in the playoffs for you to finally sit up and go, oh, well, yeah, you know, he really is good. He really is. Well, that it's dude. not about him being good. He really carried it's his the, team. It's the like, other stop, part, man. It's the other part. The, the, the question. The same thing that he's been doing for the Nets. He was doing prior to his Achilles injury to any team he's ever been on, whether it was an Olympic team, Texas, whether it was Golden State or OKC. Same thing. What changed? Other than he doesn't have Kyrie and Harden and didn't have Curry and didn't have Westbrook or Draymond or Klay Thompson. Yeah. The same thing he's been doing, though. Maybe he's not giving you 48 minutes or 53 minutes, but he's giving you the same basketball stuff. He gave so you- I don't understand how people – this you is know, when I get you mad. Know, yeah, but, right, but again, you know what was said. Damn he, want, he couldn't. He joined the Warriors after losing to them. Oh, stop! That he was chasing a ring. That he wanted. Then, so then he, what? He puts together a super team in Brooklyn. That he wouldn't go somewhere on his own to make it his own. There was so many things said about Durant, not about why his would talent. I, why would I want to go somewhere and try to lift a building on my back all by myself if I could get some other dudes to help me lift that building? Of course. Why? What, that doesn't even make sense. Right. If you could build, if you could, if you could create a team, if you have the ability to do it, that yes. you have the strength to win a championship, then what are we wasting time for? Let's get to it now. Right. I felt that way. I've always felt that way. But there's been a narrative, and I feel like it should now change. Just like we said, is the process dead? Well, it's not I think change, it's this notion though. that Kevin Durant is is you know a, a a front runner, like what some people say about him. That get the, that's out. This guy's a winner, <laughs> and even though they lost. To me, that's why I, I like, think he's got to win. This is why he's I don't gotta, like That's got to be out now. That's why I don't like people. People just make you stuff like up people. in their mind. He's a front runner. Why, how is he a front runner? Because though? he joined a ready-made team when so he went to Golden State. That's what people said. What? Golden State, we don't know that Golden State would have won those championships without Kevin Durant. Do we know that? Well, he was oh, in, well, no, they won a championship MVP, before. So maybe not. Yeah, they won a championship without him before. Right. Yes. With an entirely different team. Yeah. That wasn't the same team that Kevin Durant was on. Those were different players except the main three. Well, the main three were still the there. The main three was still the same. Yeah. Except some of the other players changed. And those other players that changed was an important part of the first championship. But he didn't have those he had those main players at Golden State. The point was is to try to win this thing with James Harden, who they added earlier this season, Kyrie Irving, who he signed with over a year ago, actually two years ago. Uh, to to create this, and neither one of them were available. Health was always the concern, and KD talked about what it was for the Nets to just not have those two key pieces at full strength. I can't even speak about how much we missed uh, Kyrie out on the floor and how much we missed James to start the series. And, you know, seeing him, I could go for 40 minutes on both of those two on how much they care about us and how much they put their bodies on the line and help us out as a team, Kyrie. Had a gruesome ankle injury, and he was he was thinking about, you know, when is the, the, when when could he play next? And that shows that he cares about us so much. James, 
playing on one leg, came out there and gave it his all, 48 minutes in game five, 40 last game, and then, what, 50 tonight, you know. The number of respect and love for those two guys, we missed them out there, um, but we still had a chance to win. Now, Harden had 22 points, and he played, again, the whole game, 53 minutes on the bad hamstring, and you could tell it was a bad hamstring because he was 2 of 12 from three-point range. That's really where it affects you, the base in your shot. 5 of 17 in the game, but he did go 10 for 10 from the free throw line, got you nine assists and nine rebounds, almost got you a triple-double despite the fact that he's playing. Al. Yeah, yeah. He out. showed a toughness, too. Uh, you got to, again, we haven't even talked about the Bucks. We haven't talked about the performance from Giannis. We haven't talked about what you know Chris Middleton has been able to do for them, and them winning a Game 7 on the road after what we've said about the Bucks and you know, wondering can we trust them, but they they did get it done. But I'm telling you, they came a toenail. I mean, Kevin Durant, that, that shot was an incredible shot right before the buzzer. Yeah, I don't believe in the I don't believe regulation. In the Bucks. I don't believe in the Bucks like that. I still do you. So you still don't. No. amazing, isn't it? No, I don't. I I like the momentum. I like what Atlanta's doing and, and Nate McMillan. He got. He can has Atlanta win this series? A certain way, absolutely. Hawks, Bucks, and you would you take Atlanta? I'm taking Atlanta. You picking Atlanta? Yes. How many games? Six? Oof. Wouldn't that be a story? Oh, my God. I'm picking Atlanta in six because they got momentum behind them. They, 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 they play, as they say, they play with house money. They ain't got nothing to lose, right? They, they don't have – they feel good about their position and where they're at. So here's another question, again, back to the Nets. Because for the Bucs, it was important to get this far. But actually, if you think about it, for the Bucs, it only adds more pressure. Because if it was the Sixers, well, it's the top seed – you know, they're built maybe differently. They Sixers maybe match ain't up in better, it no more. But the Sixers are not in it. So now it's the Bucks. Now it's the Hawks. And if you look at the Bucks, you're like, all right, you guys, now you better get to the championship round. You better get to the NBA Finals. The window is right there for them to, to quiet a lot of the narrative about them. But back to the Nets for a minute. Because I don't see it as a disappointing season. I, I'm sorry. It wasn't a disappointment. But it was certainly disappointing. Because you were kind of looking it's forward to seeing it. It's disappointing that they couldn't stay healthy and all that stuff. Yeah. But even if they think about the window for them because they're older, uh, we'll see where they go beyond these contracts because all of them are it's towards the end, of, although not James Harden. But for KD and Kyrie, they do have opt-outs coming up after next season. So if they do, let's say they get one title. They can't, they can't go anywhere else. This is it. You think they should finish here? There's nowhere else to go. Why, why would you leave? At this point in their careers? Yes. Yeah, if they're There's happy? No, you, you can't keep, at some point, you can't keep moving around. Yeah. You got to... And then whatever happens, happens. Well, how about with the, if you're the Nets, though? Do you do you just keep going as they get older? You just keep sticking with this because they again they're over the only thirty injury you riddle. Be saying this if Kyrie didn't land on Giannis's foot, we right. wouldn't be having this conversation I th- about. I their think age. They, I think they'd be in the finals. You would, right? We wouldn't yeah. have this conversation. Yeah. The only reason why we even having this conversation is because they got bounced and didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Final or the championship. Is this the best three that you've seen put together on a roster since the Heatles? Since LeBron, what would you call them, the Heatles? The Heatles, yeah. The, the LeBron, Wade, and Chris Bosh. Would you say, like, in the league? Like, we haven't seen – now, I mean, you got you – got, I mean, do, really do you really Steph, count Clay, the Golden and State Dre, years? Oh, well, yeah, Steph, Clay, and, and KD is, is a pretty great three as well. They won multiple titles. The Heat won multiple titles. And I think you need I, this group think, to win multiple titles. But the NBA, in in my opinion, not only the NBA, but the Eastern Conference is stronger better than it was when Miami had their big three. So it was a little easier to get out of the Eastern Conference at that time. The thing about Miami with that really you marvel at in those four years, 
they had such durability, those, th- those three guys. Yeah, but these are not. They weren't missing them for long periods of time. Golden State we're, as well up until the very end where they started falling apart. what injury are we talking about? We're talking about really one injury, Kyrie's ankle. Because KD's, KD looked like. He was good. KD yeah. looked like he just He's was chilling fine. a year ago. He, you know, it was like, oh, amazing. nothing. Took a year nothing, off. Yeah, I took yeah. a year off. I'm getting paid. I'm going to take a year off. I could have <laughs> played if I wanted to. That's what it looked like. And then James Harden just has a nagging hamstring injury that takes time to heal that he has to come back next year in October ready to go. He gutted it out. He gave you an average of 45 minutes. KD played, uh, like I said, I, he played otherworldly. Like he played, he reminded, and not just in this playoffs, but just in the regular season playoffs, it is it is by far the most impressive comeback from an Achilles injury ever. Like the next guy to have an Achilles, that's your standard. Good luck. Yeah, it, he, it, he got to right back to where he was. It literally look like, right look like back he to just where he was. Was chilling last year just to watch basketball. Tremendous. He probably could have played. He just yeah. messing with all of us. So but here, look at it though, Allen. All right. We we say injuries, 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 injuries. But that's the story about the Nets, though. Can they win a championship going through the marathon now of an 82-game season and stay healthy? Because the question about these Can three Can they not land been. on somebody's foot? Yeah, right, exactly. That's not an injury like that to me. You're, you're saying it's not a breakdown. That's a basketball injury. Okay. That's not a, I'm 37 years old and my ankle's getting ready to fall off. That's not what that is. That is bad luck, Giannis in the paint for no reason at all, and Kyrie lands on his ankle. Okay. If if that doesn't happen, and Harden is basically because he just wasn't, he did not show up for the Rockets. I don't know if that's why he's shape. injured. You don't think that's? I a, don't know why he's injured. I don't know why he had a hamstring. Hamstrings usually are conditioning. I I don't know if that man is in shape. I have no idea. I can't comment on his his health and his endurance. Right? I don't know. Did he look in shape when he was? I mean, in he Houston? looks like he looks like Harden. Harden looks that way. Yeah. He never looked like. You know, just his body type looks that way. All right, can you at least admit, while we move on from this, that the biggest question about the Nets next season will not be if, if they can do it. I think we believe they can. It's can they, can they stay healthy enough to do it through the long haul because there is that history with Kyrie of being banged up. He gets injured. It does happen. And then Harden, who normally is very durable, if went through the, the hamstring three, thing. If two of the three could stay healthy, then I think that they – will be back in the same position they were again this year. We shall see. There's no doubt about that. All right, more on the NBA playoffs coming up, including Magic Johnson in the 9 o'clock hour in studio. You want to stay tuned for that. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month. All in America's largest, most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless, compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. This is a choose-your-side line has been drawn in the sand battle in Green Bay. All of the players choosing sides. Don't listen to Dan Orlovsky and be dumb. Never been about the draft pick. It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy. Well, it wouldn't be a show and it wouldn't be the 6 o'clock hour if we didn't mention Aaron Rodgers by name. But there is something really interesting going on with Aaron Rodgers that is kind of funny. Let's bring in Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN front office insider who joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Mike, good morning. So in the world world of NFL media and the way we like to cover things and react to things, if you're in a front office and you hear that Aaron Rodgers has renewed his membership to Green Bay Country Club for the rest of the year, are you thinking, oh, okay, he's coming back? Or are you just laughing at the fact that we're looking for anything to react to? (laughs) 
maybe a little bit of each, but you know, look, I think something did happen last week that could be an opportunity, which is if the Packers ultimately agree to waive the fines about $93,000, it is a way to hopefully rejuvenate talks if I'm the Packers. And when you're in this situation, and I've been there, you're looking for any sort of creative way to sort of reinvigorate things. So I would call up and say, hey, look, $93,000, that's a lot of money, and most people, we know that's not a lot to Aaron, but symbolically, we would like to sit back down and see if we can get things figured out. $93,000 is not going to figure it out if I'm Aaron Rodgers. That's <laughs> not, that's not, nah, never mind. You keep your little $93,000. He's not talking, he's not picking up the phone, Mike, for 93000 <laughs> Yeah, Key and I have had similar conversations over $93,000, so I, I, I'm not surprised by his response. <laughs> well, it, it, look, if Aaron Rodgers, okay, so right now you got Jordan Love, you have Blake Bortles, and I don't even know who the three and four guy that they would have in camp would be. Is there somebody else that's out there if Aaron Rodgers decide, decide to stick to his guns and, and, you know, stay in California, Hawaii, or wherever he's vacationing? Is there another guy at the quarterback position that they may look to? Yeah, Key, you bring up a great point, which is this. If I'm the Packers, I'm doing everything I can to get him to come back, including hopefully seeing that country club membership being uh, (laughs) renewed. However, I have to scour. If I'm the Packers, the verb I'm using, I'm scouring for any quarterback. That can include Nick Foles. I'm going to monitor that Russell Wilson situation. I don't think that's going to happen. Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it Gardner Minshew? Whatever could be out there. Uh, I'm going to look at any and all possibilities as a Joe Flacco because I have a really good football team. And if Jordan Love just isn't ready, which is no fault of Jordan Love, he basically didn't get a chance to practice last year because of COVID. We know Bortles isn't good enough. So I'm going to scour any alternatives I can get to give ourselves a chance to win this year. Yeah, they just need somebody to manage a game at this point, right? If your defense is good enough, if you have enough weapons there offensively in that division, you don't know what you're going to get in that division. Speaking of divisions, Mike, uh, the NFC East had an interesting year last year, as we know, the way things ended there. But with Dak Prescott coming back to the Cowboys, what are you expecting from that offense? And do you think it's enough to overcome what's going to be a fairly young, still defense that has a lot to prove? In that division, should they be the favorites to not just win the division, but be that team that, that could make noise in the NFC? No question about it, Alan. Like, to me, they are the second-best team in the NFC, and here's why. Lyle Collins didn't play last year. Tyron Smith only played in two games. If they could get back two really good front-line offensive tackles, a franchise quarterback, I love Dak Prescott. You have two bonafide number-one receivers, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, a great Zeke Elliott. That defense is young. It's going to get better. I'm a big believer in Dan Quinn. They drafted... Defense up and down that draft. I think they're going to come out of it at least with two, maybe three stars, most notably Micah Parsons. So even if that defense is average this year, and I again, I think they're going to improve as the year goes on, this is going to be a prolific offense, and they're going to be hard to beat. Hey, Mike, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will probably be favored to go back to the Super Bowl and by some to win the Super Bowl by a lot of people. We both know how hard it is to even make it to the playoffs let alone win a Super Bowl. What are the expectations for a team like Tampa that has pretty much everybody coming back that was a contributor to their Super Bowl run? 
You know, Key, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. And if you think about last year, again, because of COVID, it's really remarkable what they accomplished. So to get everybody back, to have an off-season program, to be there with Byron Leftwich, to really understand the offense to a whole nother level, hopefully have all your stars back for a year that healthy. And oh, by the way, O.J. Howard, who missed a lot of time last year, they should be better on offense. And defensively, you know, Todd Bowles, to me, he's on the very, very short list of head coaching candidates for next year. I think this is a team that's complete, and I expect them to be back in the Super Bowl. Mm. Mike, great stuff. Good to talk to you this morning. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Kia, I'll wire over that 93000 today, <laughs> and maybe that starts a good conversation between us. Get you to pick up the phone. We'll see. Thanks, Mike. I had to laugh, though, at the whole country club thing. Yeah. We knew it. That's, that's what we do. All right, coming up, will the Bucks finally be able to bring an NBA title back to Milwaukee? Coming up next, KJZ, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.